Welcome to Crypto Daily. My name is Dustin Knauss, and be sure to follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts. And leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Solana, the competitor to Ethereum, has a new advocate, Mike Tyson. The boxing champion has said that he is all in on Solana last week and even tweeted out asking his fans, how high will Sol go? Iron Mike is also getting into NFTs, having tweeted out that he owns a Catalina whale that looks like him. And he is even releasing his own NFT collection in partnership with Dream. Tyson's endorsement of Solana also came at around the same time that Bank of America published their bullish report on the crypto. Solana is currently the seventh largest crypto based on market cap and is trading at around $139. There's been some bad news for Crypto.com. On Monday, January 17th, they had to pause withdrawals due to users reporting unauthorized activity on their platform. According to data from PeckShield, at least 4,830 Ethereum, or $15 million, has been stolen from the platform. The attacker took batches of 100 Ethereum at a time, sending 48 deposits to Tornado Cash, which is a coin mixer designed to make it harder to track where coins are deposited to. On Tuesday morning, Crypto.com CEO Chris Marzalak said that user funds were not lost in the hacking, but did not specify whether the exchange's own funds were taken. He also said, we will share a full post-mortem after the internal investigation is completed. Are you wondering where you want to live after you make it rich as a crypto investor? Well, a lot of crypto entrepreneurs are turning to Puerto Rico. In addition to the natural beauty, the island is offering huge tax breaks to people who spend at least 183 days there every year. Residents of Puerto Rico do not have to pay taxes on U.S. source capital gains if they bought the asset after establishing residency there, according to Act 60. David Johnston told CNBC that he decided to move his company and his family to Puerto Rico in March of 2021. He was quoted, that's where all my friends are. I don't have one friend left in New York, and maybe the pandemic accelerated this, but every single one of them has moved to Puerto Rico. He continued that Pantera Capital, a crypto fund, is on the fifth floor, and there's a co-working space on the sixth floor. My company, DLTX, we took over the eighth floor, and NFT.com took over the twelfth floor. And that's all happened in the last 12 months. Of course, Puerto Rico saw a drop in tourism and its economy was hit hard in 2017 after Hurricane Maria. But it has rebounded in July of 2021, and tourism spending has been at an all-time high. Well, now it's time to turn our focus over to the world of NFTs. The Australia-based metaverse startup Animica Brands is now valued at over $5 billion as their latest funding round has raised over $358 million. The company is focused on NFTs and gaming, and plans to use the money to continue acquisitions, investments, and further develop its gaming products. Now, the projects of Animaco Brands include a game that's been making headlines, The Sandbox, as well as upcoming Phantom Galaxies game, the Rev Token system, and many others. Their co-founder and executive chairman, Yatsu, was quoted saying, we have set ourselves the ambitious goals of building an open Web3 and facilitating an open metaverse that expands financial inclusions. We believe we are still at the initial stages of a new internet revolution, and there are tremendous opportunities ahead of us in 2022 and beyond. This funding round brings Animaco Brands to have raised over $500 million to date, and they had a separate funding round for Sandbox, which brought in an additional $93 million. A crypto group going by the name of SpiceDAO bought a copy of Dune for $2.66 million at an auction, far over the expected price. 
The Dow said that after making the purchase, they would make the book public to the extent permitted by the law, produce an original animated limited series inspired by the book, and sell it to a streaming service, and support derivative projects from the community. The problem is, they thought they were buying the rights to the book. What they actually got was a scanned copy of the book in NFT form and a physical copy that's about the size of a phone book and is one of 10 printed and given to producers. The pages of the book have been scanned and available online for free since 2011. Of course, this has led to a lot of mockery on Twitter, with one person asking, do you think if you bought a Spider-Man comic, you could start making Spider-Man movies as well? Now, obviously, this was a very expensive mistake. The group now plans to burn the book as a symbolic gesture to record it and sell it as an NFT. Well, I'm pretty sure that that's not going to be worth $2.6 million. But the way the NFTs have been selling... Maybe. Please follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you get your podcasts on YouTube, be sure to subscribe and leave a comment there. I'm Dustin Knaus, and thank you for joining me today.